Hello, my name is Dika Gay and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. Despite outnumbering men as college graduates in OECD countries, women are still underrepresented at top levels in many, many sectors of the working world. This disparity is especially striking in the male-dominated world of business and finance, where few women make it to the so-called C-suite, those top corporate jobs which include chief executive officer, chief operating officer and chief financial officer. In an article in the Students' Finance and Development magazine, entitled Connections on Wall Street, Associate Professor of Finance Lily Fang suggests that perhaps one reason why women fail to achieve as much as their male counterparts is because they are being judged by different criteria. I met with a number of women, all veterans of Wall Street. In their own words, they described how they got to Wall Street and offered some advice for young women who want to get there. That summer was really the summer that changed my life. My name is Carla Harris. I am a managing director at Morgan Stanley. I walked into Harvard thinking I wanted to be a lawyer. But upon entering Wall Street, all of a sudden, I had that eureka moment where I said, wow, all the things I thought I was looking for in law are actually in business. I am Jolene Caruso, and I am CEO of the Alberline Group. In 1977, it was impossible to fit in on Wall Street. Everything back then was you were either a secretary or you were either a producer. And unfortunately, back then, there were absolutely no women role models because there were so few women on Wall Street. My name is Ann Miller, and I am a presentation and communication skills specialist. Some of the issues that these women faced 25 years ago and still today are the fact that they don't speak up at meetings until they feel they have really something important to contribute. So what happens is they don't look like they're contributors. Whereas men, men will talk right away. I think I adjusted to a male-oriented environment well and easily. I always felt as I was uh, aggressive and maybe too high energy for many environments that I'd be placed in. I'm Darren White and I am a senior client partner at Corn Ferry. My views are that when you're younger and you start out in a career on Wall Street, the glass ceiling, you don't feel it as much. If you are A, highly competent in what you do, B, have good bosses who can kind of pick you up and help you and recognize how good you are, I found personally that I was promoted constantly in my earlier days. Where I crashed into the glass ceiling was when I left um, much later in my career to take a very, very senior role. It was actually at Lehman Brothers. Uh, the firm is not around. But I found I went in at such a high level at that firm. When you are more senior and you're bumping against becoming management committee or executive committee, that's when I think women don't make it. I had really been primarily in an academic environment. So while I had wonderful internships while I was in college, working on Wall Street, working at Procter & Gamble, working in a law firm, uh, I, I still was very focused on a meritocratic uh, equation that equals success. You're smart, you work hard, and you'll be successful. I didn't really understand how important relationships were to your overall career success. So that's one thing that I wish I had known because I would have spent more time actually investing in those relationships. 
in the beginning, it's what you know that matters. You want to learn the right stuff in school, get the right job, whatever that right is for you. I'm Jane Newton, a partner and wealth advisor at Region Atlantic Capital. After a while, it's not what you know, it's who you know. One year I was coaching a very senior executive at Citicorp. She was up for a big job and we were working on her presentation of herself, her, her history, etc. And she ultimately didn't get the job. And when she asked why she didn't get it, she was told by her champion that she just wasn't well known enough. Whereas the fellow who got the job had managed to network and had his sponsors at a higher level. If you work on the street and if you are you know, a top person, you're traveling, you're on planes all the time, it leaves very little time for family. And there's that tug, you can, I can see it in the women who are in their 20s, maybe up to 30-ish. They want the children, they want the family, but they love the work, and this is real pull, but that hasn't changed. I was in my late 20s uh, investing globally in real estate. Uh, I was sitting in a, in a real estate private equity fund manager, and uh, I had two family members get very ill, and I was never in the country. In that moment, I perhaps had uh, an epiphany that uh, that this wasn't sustainable. It took me a long time to realize that obviously I wasn't going to fit in in a male-dominated environment. It was pretty obvious I was a woman uh, and, and I wanted to get recognized for the things that I could offer up. Uh, it took me, as I said, a long time to realize that rather than just working really, really hard and trying to fit in, it would be better for me to try to stand out and to speak up when I had something relevant to say, right, and to offer my ideas. And I think that was an awakening that, that put me on a whole different path. There's power in numbers. When there's one woman in the room, and I've been that many, many times in my 20s and more recently, um, that's one person. When there's two, that helps, but I think when you get three or more, you can start to see the power of how we can help each other, and we're not just the token female in the room. And that was Carla Harris, Anne Miller, Julian Caruso, Darren White, and Jane Newton talking about Wall Street. And you can read that article entitled Connections on Wall Street in this month's Finance and Development magazine. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more on www.soundcloud.com slash imf-podcasts. <laughs>